Greetings and welcome to Worthy Radio. I'm your host, Shannon Yvette. I believe one of the greatest gifts we give ourselves and those we love is the beauty of our own wholeness. When we focus on the inner work of our soul, the outer world will transform. I am honored to be on this sacred and transformative journey with you. Greetings and welcome to Worthy Radio. I am your host, Shannon Yvette. And today's podcast is Be Legit. The power of authenticity. You know, the more we are at home with ourselves, the deeper we have peace with others. On today's podcast, we're going to help you embrace the power of your story. Your authenticity is your currency. Your vulnerability is your beauty. Your honesty is your power. All of our relationships will benefit from our heart being authentic and genuine. It's time to be legit. So welcome everybody. Today's uh, subject is Be Legit, The Power of Authenticity. And today's quote is, people can relate to your pain more than they can your PhD. And that is by unknown. I don't know who wrote that, but I've always loved it. People can relate to your pain more than they can your PhD. We're taught in life to strive for outward affirmation of our measure and our worth things that we can measure things that we can you know quantify and yet there is a beauty to being we're very focused as a society on doing what do you do what do you do god is very focused on who you be right i know that's not proper grammar and yet all healthy doing comes from healthy being All authentic, aligned, genuine doing comes from aligned, authentic, genuine being. You know, scripture calls Jesus humble. And that's really, if you break down the root word in the Latin humilitas, it means grounded, grounded from the earth, grounded, good people. You know, when you meet good people and you say, oh, they're the salt of the earth, they're just good people. And we're actually called to be the salt of the earth, the light of the earth, the flavor of this world, the bright colors in this world. And that comes when we accept the uniqueness of our design. Uh, God is not cookie cutter. There is nowhere you can go in nature and see two of the same things, right? There is nowhere you can go in nature and see one flower striving to look like the other flower. Uh, We're the only ones who tend to, we're the only thing God created with a consciousness of self. And so trees are living, plants are living, animals are living, rocks are living. We used to sing a song in the church, the rocks will cry out if we don't right? All matter that God created. When the, t- the trees sway and the birds sing, I'm like, look at them praising God. So I'm mystical. I consider myself a Christian mystic in the fact that there's a part of God that can only be experienced um, on the internal part of our souls. It's an interior relationship. And when I say Christian mystic, it's in that I don't believe I know everything about God. So you'll never hear me uh, being that. I think sometimes we can get a little arrogant in our uh, approach. Like, I know the word and this is what God says. And sometimes it's like, wait a minute, we don't know everything about God, right? I can't even tell you how God stops the ocean 
um, at the sand. I don't know everything about God, and yet there is a poetic mystery and beauty to the way God anchored us in creation and all of creation. The moon, the stars, the earth, it speaks to the faithfulness and potency and beauty of God. And so there's a mystery in that sometimes. And yet the more at home we are with God and ourselves, the more peace we are at with others. I remember years ago when President Barack Obama was running against John McCain and, um, y- you know, there, there was an interview that happened on The View. And both of them came on The View at different times. And Joy Behar at the time was a little undecided about who she wanted uh, to, to cast her vote for as president. And she stated that after having both of them on the show, John McCain and President Barack Obama, that President Barack Obama had an ease about him. He seemed to be at home with himself and it made her feel comfortable. So she was like, he gets my vote just because he seems so comfortable with who he is. And I think sometimes we can get into, especially in this society, listen, there's three P's going on in this society, pretending and posturing and posing, right? Pretending, posturing, posing. We do it in the church. I refuse. We do it online. It's just, it's, it's so much that goes into having to look a certain way and there's a neglect of wanting to be, to be, right? And I would much rather have private peace than public applause. And as you mature, you know that it's much more important what God and you know about you than what people think about you. Because in those private moments, when everybody goes home, when Instagram is turned off, we have to live with ourselves. And so the more at home we are with ourselves, the more at peace we are with our creator, even the less pressure we put on ourselves and religion to conform to tradition, to conform to playing church, but to admit that there are certain things about God that are beautifully mysterious, as high as the heavens are above the earth. He says, my thoughts are higher than your ways. So sometimes we can even get out of that religious posturing, like we know everything that God thinks. You could read the Bible from Genesis to maps, and there will still be a part of God that um, will have to be left over to the beauty and the mystery of the creator of the universe. Let's think about that. And yet, the more we understand that the power of the creator of the universe dwells in us, the less we have to make excuses for what we consider flaws, what we consider to be, uh, you know, what's different about us or what's strange about us, our quirks. When you look, when you go out into nature, when we were in Hawaii uh, not too long ago, we went to the botanical gardens and oh, some of these, some of these plants and flowers were so absolutely glorious. They were glorious. Um, I had never seen plants and flowers like that before. And my cousin owns a lot of property in Hawaii. And so after we left the botanical garden, he kind of took us on a tour of different places in the community. And he showed us this one particular uh, tree and it was huge. It was like going, it was, it looked like a beanstalk. It was going up so high. And he said, uh, Shannon, they imported 
this plant from Africa. And he said, the reason we're so mindful in Hawaii about different plants coming here is because if they don't match the ecosystem here, they could really destroy um, property. They can destroy the quality of the soil. If they don't belong in Hawaii, uh, they can mess up the ecosystem here. And so he showed me how this particular tree was actually starting to lean over into a home. It was, it was destroying things around it. And so sometimes we try to fit in to an environment that we don't really belong. And it starts to kill a little bit of our spirit. It starts to kill a little bit of our confidence. When we're legitimate, when we're authentic, we can say, you know what? This doesn't match my soul. Uh, my soul is, is dying in this cubicle. Uh, my spirit, the way I'm designed, is dying in this relationship. We can try to conform, we can try to fit, but fitting in is very different from belonging. Fitting in is different from belonging. And the way we find our tribe, our crew, the people we belong with, is through our authenticity, it's through our vulnerability. We live in a culture where uh, no longer do we have to um, have all of these layers of self-protection. People actually crave authenticity. You know, we're in such a culture of deception that people, the truth is so refreshing. One of my teaching partners uh, says that truth bears a weight. Truth has a heaviness to it because when you hear the truth, it hits you like that because it's something in you that you already know. When you're sitting under a sermon and you're like, "Ooh, that's the truth. Or you're sitting and you hear somebody say something and your soul goes, "Ooh, that's the truth. It resonates with you. And what resonance is, is to remember what you already know. And so whatever resonates with your soul is the truth that you are remembering because this world can cause us to go to sleep and forget. Many of us know what it's like to go to sleep and forget. It's easier to kind of check out than to deal with all these things that are coming at us sometimes. And yet being authentic is a journey. It takes time to figure out what do I love? What do I hate? What moves my spirit? What, what charges me? What excites me? What do I believe in? What do I value? Right. And one of the things that I work with my private coaching clients in is accepting all of this. It does not have to conform to what we think our culture requires it to be. We live in a society that um, on one side tells you, be yourself, be true, do you. And then on the other side, they crucify you for it. Right. Where if you stand in your truth, where if you say, I don't agree, our self-esteem is so broken as a culture that we don't even know how to get along with somebody who doesn't think exactly like we think. Whenever we're that rigid, whenever we need people to be like we are and think like we are, then we're broken in our self-esteem. When you're whole in who you are, you have the maturity to let somebody else be who they are. You don't need to believe what I believe, right? Even with my belief in the risen Savior, my belief in Scripture, my belief in being a follower of Jesus, I don't need you to believe that. I don't need to convince you or persuade you. All I know is that I was blind and now I see, right? And I'm at home and I'm at peace with that. That's my journey. And hopefully the light, me walking it out, will inspire you on that path as well. But I don't need to dogmatically convince you of anything. 
this is an experience. You know, sometimes we try to explain God, but for those of us who um, are on a different part of the journey, we know that you can't explain God, you have to experience God. And so that creates authenticity when I allow myself to experience God the way God ministers to me. I have three sons, three kings, and all of them are motivated in different ways. And the way I deal with my oldest son is not the way I speak to my youngest son. The way I speak to my middle son is not the way I speak to my youngest son, right? Because I know that each one of them, I've learned enough about them to understand that I'm creative when I speak to each one of them. They have different hearts. They have different missions. They have different soul contracts. God is creative. So the way you'll receive word may not be the way I receive word. You don't have to apologize for anything about your journey. You don't have to apologize about expressing your life the way that feels authentic to you. Your authenticity is your currency. Your vulnerability is your beauty. Your honesty is your power. We can feel when something feels true. We can feel when something feels honest. Our BS meter is really high right about now, right? We, we know when somebody is not coming from a place of authentic truth. And yet all of our relationships, including our relationship with ourself, will benefit from us being honest. If something doesn't feel good, it doesn't feel good. I don't have to convince myself otherwise. If something, as the old folks say, doesn't set right with my soul, it doesn't set right with my soul. And I will not be forced or conform to fit in when that could cause damage to the things around me, like the African plant trying to grow in Hawaii. <laughs> and it can also cause damage to my ability to feel free enough to grow and expand. When we went to the botanical gardens in Hawaii, we had a gardener that kind of took us through his process of pruning and cutting away. He also said that there were times that he would move certain plants in order to replant them in a bigger environment for them to grow. And when we put this conformity on us, when we put these labels and masks and posturing and pretending, we cannot grow. We get stuffed in the boxes and I don't put God in a box and I don't put you in a box. Don't put me in a box. Don't put the God I serve in a box, right? The more fearful, the more broken our self-esteem is, the more rigid we are. The more rigid we are, the more it's black and white. It's my way. <laughs> you know, I'm right. I don't need to be right. I need to be at peace, right? I don't need to be right. I need to be at peace. And so I can let other people be right because I want to be in my peace. And the more we mature, the more we accept another person's journey. It may not look like ours, but because I want the freedom to be who I am, I am going to give you the freedom to be who you are. And because I know the Holy Spirit speaks in my life, I am going to trust that the Holy Spirit will speak in your life. I don't need to control the process of your journey. And I want to have freedom in my own journey. Listen, God is free. God is free. We have tried for so long in religion to fix God into our formulas, to manipulate and control God like he's a genie. You know, if I do this, God is going to do that. If I do this, God. Now, if, if, if that was true, then that would make God lower than us, right? That would make God our servant instead of us being surrendered to the God of the universe. And so the mask we wear in church, the, the games we play with God, the formulas we try to fix him into end up affecting our ability to be free. God will not be contained or controlled. God is free. And the one thing God gave us is freedom. You know, your expression in God should make you more and more and more free, not bound. 
even the structure that the principles that we surrender to in our faith really just open us up to be more free, not to be controlled by the lower frequencies of this world, which are always fear and lack and struggle, right? But to be freed up to expand in our authentic truth. Every relationship in our life will benefit from that. Every time we swallow our truth, every time we agree with something that does not align with our soul, every time we're silent, we take a little hit to our self-esteem. We take a little hit. But when we stand up and we say, no, you know what? I don't, I don't, I, you know, I think differently than that. When somebody tells a racial joke and we don't laugh, when somebody says something that just doesn't set right and we say, you know what, girl, I don't agree with that. I respectfully disagree. Instead of going along to get along, uh, we don't want to be in the habit of self-betrayal. We want to be in the habit of knowing that if God thinks something about me and I think something about me and me and God are in agreement, then everybody else is going to have to get in alignment with that. You know, the world can only reflect back to us what we believe about ourselves. Relationships can only mirror back to us what we believe about ourselves. So the more at home we are with ourselves, the more other people will feel at home in our presence. The more we accept who we are, the world will show up and accept us. The world can only mirror our frequency. And so this is an embrace of you. This is an embrace of your authentic self. This is an acceptance of the dark, the light, the good, the bad. We need it all. All of it informs the journey. Silence causes shame and shame causes silence. But worthiness speaks and worthiness allows its truth to rise. And so before we go into our soul work today, I want to encourage you to come over to Facebook don't just log off of this podcast, but let's exchange in a deeper way. Come on over to Facebook and join us in The Worthy Tribe. Just search it up, The Worthy Tribe. It's a community that we just started. We just brand spanking new and we want to grow it. And you, we want you in that tribe. I will be doing videos and sessions leading up to the release of the book. And it'll just be a place for all things worthy, right? And so I want you to join us, The Worthy Tribe, on Facebook so that we can get connected in a deeper way. And this will be a community where you feel a sense of belonging because we all share a like-mindedness in our belief of wanting to go up higher in, in our uh, relationship with God and ourselves. And so our soul work for today our sole work for today is to get out your journal and to write something in your journal that you've never told a living soul. You've never told anybody. And it's something about you that is your truth, but you've been afraid to speak it. Get out your journal and write it down and share it with you and God. Or you can go a step further and find a safe friend to confess something to you that, to them that you've never spoken out loud. Remember, shame hides in silence and secrecy. But when we start to walk in our authenticity, worthiness will allow us to speak. And so if you can't share it with anybody in real life, write it in your journal, tuck it away, but just share it with you and God, a secret about you, something that you've always been afraid to own, write it out, get it off of you, get it off of you so that the light can flood in that place where there's been that secrecy or that sense of shame. And then that way you can own a little bit more of your authentic journey 
and come into the legitimacy of a deeper relationship with yourself and your creator. It won't scare God. He already knows. You know what I mean? It's just going to free you up a little bit more. So again, the soul work is to write something in your journal that you've never told a living soul or find a safe place, a safe friend that you confess and speak it out loud. Hey, this is something I've never told anybody, but I want to just... I want to speak it out loud. So God bless you. I look forward to seeing you in the Worthy Tribe. Go over to iTunes. Give us a rating over there. We would love to hear from you how you're enjoying this podcast. I'm so grateful for you being a part of this community, this Worthy Tribe. And we will see you next time on Worthy Radio. God bless everybody. Thank you for joining me today on Worthy Radio. Please feel free to visit us online at shannonyvette.com. My prayer is that you continue to come up higher in personal worthiness and intimacy with God in order to flourish in life and flourish in love.